Welcome to the show, something like that. My name is Nav, and today I'm not going to do this long introduction about the show. You know the show, you know the drill. Uh, but today's guest that I have on the show, she is 100% filled with energy, inspirational, and, uh, well, her energy level, to be more precise, is off the charts. It's way, way, way off the charts, which I love. I really love that in an artist or maybe in an individual. She has been rocking not only locally, internationally, big time. We're going to talk about that. But the best part of all is when I had a chat with her off air, uh, just to set up the day to get this particular podcast going on, she was kind enough, like, Everybody should be doing this, but nobody did. She did it. She kind of sent me a profile to help me out, make my life a little easier. And uh, this is how it sounded like. Or I'm just going to read it to you, and I'll tell you what was my first reaction when she sent me this particular profile. This is how it sounds like. Hira is an international singer, songwriter, and performer who is changing the world with music featured in Hits FM. Ahenhofo Radio Denmark, Markskin Radio USA, Rakita FM, Malay Mail, RTM TV2. She has received the Audience Choice Award and Festival Directors Award at the Short and Sweet Song Malaysia. Her song, The Girl Who Loved, featured in Simulcast 2's original game soundtrack and has received worldwide recognition in Germany, UK, Poland, and US. Her single, Crazy, was number one on Hits FM Malaysia, number one on Indie Rampage Radio USA, and more. Her newest song, Feel Alive, is currently being aired on radio stations across the globe. She has performed online concerts in Spain, UK, India, USA, Scotland, Australia, Wales, South Africa, and more. Hira is currently nominated for Rampage Radio Music Award for the Best Compilation Album, Best Female Vocals, Pop, and Entertainer of the Year. The moment I finished the sentence, the only thing that came to my mind was, you're hired. I don't know what I'm hiring her for, but I just said, you're hired, you're coming on board. But for what, I don't know, because it is such an impressive profile and uh, uh, portfolio, to be more precise. And she's on the show today. I'm not going to delay anything long anymore. Hey, Hira. How are you? Oh my God. Hey, Nav. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I didn't know people actually read the profile. So thank you. Thank I, you so much. I just, I had to do it because when you sent me that profile, I was like, okay, now what do I do? Huh? This is such an <laughs> impressive profile. It's like, okay, you're hired. I'm just going to hire you for what? I don't know. I can't pay you, but I'm just going to hire you for something. You know, that kind of no, thing. I'm so impressed because I've sent it to so many people and nobody said anything. So I just assume people won't read it. Just looks nice. <laughs> but I'm so no, glad you read it. It is an impressive. The things that a lot of artists miss is that sending details like this to our, the host or whoever just to make their lives easier. Because everybody tends to like make us work a little extra by Googling and all this kind of stuff, which I must say I did Google You know, at the very last minute. I, I make it a habit. I don't do it in advance, like a few days in advance. I do it at the very last minute. So I'd, like, I get to, be, get to surprise mm-hmm. myself on whatever I read. And today, trust me, I was shocked. You're pretty much everywhere on the internet you're here Thank you're you. there you're everywhere which is something which that, is strange because when i google myself i only find like one thing <laughs> yes, really? but, yeah but I, I think it helps having such a unique spelled name so it's very yeah, easy to find I one here i was just about to ask you that is that your actual spelling for your name or you just did that because you didn't want to get self-confused with other heroes on the internet 
No, it was my, it's my actual name. Uh, I would love to say that my mom thought of me as a singer since before she was, I was born and everything like that. But to be honest, it's just Indian num numerology. So. Oh, you, you had one of those problems. Now. <laughs> yeah, it's like the numbers don't add up. Could you like try doubling everything? Aha, uh -huh, perfect. <laughs> but yeah. it made my life easy because I've become like one name people like Rihanna, Beyonce. Now you have hopefully here. <laughs> you know, you are such a lucky person because I had the same issue when I was born. You know, but the, the thing is that yours came out as something glamorous, you know, something nice. Yes, yes. Like when I grew up, you see the name three letters down there, my name Nav. You know, what does it stands for actually? No, actually, I'm, I'm curious now. Okay, it, okay, I'm only going to tell you this. I haven't told anyone else before. So it is for the very first time on this particular show. My full name is Navin Nishakaran Nair, son of Subramanim Alayas Madhavan. Oh, so you wow, imagine okay. the nightmare I had because <laughs> my father met some <laughs> astrologer who said, "No, you that would have been really name. wrong writing for exams, right? Or any <laughs> document you want to fill out." You know, when I was in standard six, I almost had two ICs <laughs> or my card, is what you call it these days, because yeah. they said the thing is too full, too long, so you need to have an additional card. So I had to shrink it down. I cut my father's name instead of cutting mine. And, uh, you know, I had to bring it down all the way. And then radio days, I had to bring it to NAVS, and NAVS became NAVS. So that's now you know why it's called NAV. So, I mean, right, enough about yeah. me. It's not, this, this whole podcast is not about me. It's about you. That's the whole idea. So uh, who gave you the name? Your mom or dad? My mom, yeah. I think okay, they mommy, kind of together. You did a fantastic <laughs> job. Congratulations. You figured it out way, way back then. I mean, yeah. 30 years ago. <laughs> You're pretty young, isn't it? Yeah, I, I'm 22 this year, so. <laughs> that's that's my number one puzzle. Uh, 22 years old and looking at the things that you've accomplished or you've done, it is amazing. What 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 are you eating? What What's your regular food like? <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, I didn't do I was, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go was, ahead. You must be eating something or doing something that makes you do all the things that you do right now, right? Okay, I'm a huge foodie, so that that I can't deny. I really love food, and I'm really particular about the food I eat. I love it. But uh, I didn't do this alone. Uh, one of the things is I'm actually supported by a platform called ET Ideas. So long, long time ago, there was a five-year-old here who wanted to be a singer, and my family honestly didn't know what to do with me. Uh, we're, I come from a family where we don't even listen to the radio, so I only knew oh. about Michael Jackson after he passed away, which is oh, way too late for somebody who's going to be an aspiring singer. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, Ouch. I was like, who is that guy on the TV? Not Ow. the best time. Uh, yeah, this, yeah, I'm so to sorry, all the but Michael he's one Jackson of the best. Out there, I apologize well, he's, for he's this a podcast. legend. <laughs> he was so he's so good. He's so good. But I found out I went to way too late. So my uh, so coming from that kind of family, my mom was kind of shocked why this girl year in year out kept saying she wanted to be a singer. And my mom's background is she's an accountant, she's a finance director. So having like your daughter come and say, "Hey, I want to be a singer." Every year, so that became something like first she would avoid. She would say, "Okay." all right sure and then after all like by the time you're like 13 14 she's like it's not going away what why is it not going away <laughs> <laughs> and you know, i don't know if anybody remembers this but back in school when i was in school they had this card where you'd fill up with your details and they always ask you to put your ambitions in and my ambition would always be singer number one Ooh. and my mom would ask what's number two and number three i was like i don't want anything else i only want to be a singer so mm. yeah so long my story short would have disowned me man if i did that <laughs> Yeah, I'm very glad my mom she didn't approve, but she didn't disapprove as well. She was just quiet okay. and confused. So around the time I was 14 is when I met ET Ideas. 
So again, I'm already 14. I'm like a moody teenager who's now kept every year I'll make this wish like I want to be a singer and I, and somebody will like make me like a star and nobody will find me because obviously I didn't do anything. I didn't post anything on YouTube. I didn't. I just sat at home and watched TV and expected someone to find me like, hey, you, you can sing. <laughs> they ah. will never know. So I was at the time I was 14, I was pretty like emo, like, okay, maybe I don't know what I'm going to do, um, but why can't I be a singer and stuff like that? So around that time, my mom met ET Ideas for herself, for her business, her own growth. Okay. But the bride product is she dragged her cranky 14-year-old with her, which was me. And I was like, I don't want to go to this place. But the moment I met, stepped in, I have not left since. Uh, that's where I met my mentor, Ilango, uh, Ilango Tiagu. And he was like the first person who said, okay, you want to be a singer? Let's start. And he was like, did you write a song? I was like, <laughs> I have never okay. thought of that. <laughs> so from there, it was this from wishful thinking and make, expecting others to make me successful. ET Ideas and Ilango actually showed me how do I start. So do, writing songs, uh, performing on stage, learning how to post, learning how to do covers. And slowly from there, keep growing and keep growing on your stuff. And of course, focusing on why you're doing this. So, yeah. so this ET idea thing, is, is it what, meant for music or is this for individuals, how to build It's meant for up? adults and individuals. So basically, you could be anybody who if you want to do something that you've loved and you've always wanted to do, but you may be stuck in a job or you may not know where to start or you don't have the support to be, make that into success so they actually guide you to actually follow your heart step out of the system and solve world problems as well so but the, apart from that okay okay that that is planning things out or maybe getting figure thing figuring things out but as a person as an individual itself or uh, your character your mindset of doing things because based on whatever i read or heard about you is like you have this mentality that says screw it i'm just gonna do it i'm just gonna <laughs> do it i'm gonna go there i'm gonna perform i'm gonna write songs i'm gonna sell it out i'm just gonna go i let's do it attitude you know that's kind of thing is that you or is it program has been programmed into you yeah so that's something that's actually been uh, developed in me with ideas. i used to be the type of person that don't want to try anything i swore people asked me to open a youtube channel and i refused until i was 17 i was like no it's so embarrassing but now i'm like the complete opposite i want to try new things i know i need to take risks i need to step out there so it's really about working not on your goals alone not only on your career per se but really on how you think as an individual how you are in your characters and values so a lot of times i get corrected about my perceptions like i quick if i'm trying to quick to judge someone then they like correct me and say hey that's not true look at the truth behind the situation or if i give up too easily they're like hey you are bound to face obstacles why not you try to overcome it look for solutions don't react to what you're seeing but respond see what's the lesson behind it so this whole mindset has been something that's been dealt with me for the past seven eight years and i'm still with et ideas as well so yeah really really that's love amazing them. man where was where were these guys when <laughs> i was growing up that's they really were founded in 2018, uh, 2008, yeah, 2008. So could have been 2000, there. <laughs> just, yeah, could have been there, man. Yeah. Like 22 years, 17 years old. What was I doing? Let's see. I one thing school, just went to the nearest <laughs> waterfall, and uh, well, had the idea to become a DJ with my accident. So nah, it didn't work out for me. Well, but it for looks you, like you, yeah, you turned out fine as well, Naf. I think you did amazing. I mean, I'm loving the whole setup with the whole podcast and what you're doing. So. Uh, I guess okay. turned out right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of. I think so. Mine, mine usually happens through accidents. It's just like you just do something for the fun of it, and next minute you realize, hey, it's your career, man. You know that <laughs> kind of thing. That's usually my case. But you also, now, apart from music, you also were involved in this particular movement, the youth oh, movement. Oh, okay. You really googled. <laughs> yeah, of course. I got to do my homework, baby. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't put that in the profile, but yes, uh, I did found this youth movement called Ascendance. Okay. Yeah. So, um, 
uh, that ascendance is actually based off ETIDS. So when I stepped into ETIDS, I was 14 at the time. And there was three other teenagers with me. One was my sister was 11, another person was like 13, another person was like 16. So we were all working on our individual passions, of course, working on our studies. And we realized we were not extraordinary people. We were just like normal people. And suddenly we could start achieving a little bit of success in our exams or in our goals and stuff. So we decided, hey, let's do this for more youngsters because if we are not special, that means everybody can do it. But ETIDS was like, okay, we're adults, but kids won't really listen to adults. So why not get other kids, other teenagers to talk to them? So that's how we started Ascendance about six years ago. So we started doing this thing where we would show youngsters how we did it so they could start following yeah, their let hearts. Me, let me, let me hold, hold <laughs> you there. You mentioning the word youngsters, someone as oh. young as you mentioning youngsters, <laughs> is like, it makes me feel like a dinosaur right now. You know? <laughs> Okay, I'm going to make you feel worse. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> in the past six years, we developed Ascendance. So uh, I was their chief operations officer for the past okay. few years. And together, we've impacted 4,000 youngsters and we received the Diana Award. But uh, this year, I've actually uh, stepped down and become an advisor so the younger team can work with them. So all those who are 20 and below and 17 and 16, 13 can start actually guiding their peers because it's a peer-to-peer -peer movement. I'm really like 22. I'm considered a dinosaur because I don't know the latest trends ah, that I'm ah, currently in school. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts. I'm so it sorry. Hurts. <laughs> it hurts. What is, yeah. What's older than dinosaur? The Big Bang? <laughs> no, no, no. You're still very young. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But, yeah. Uh, but anyway, it, it is an amazing movement because I've noticed that a lot of kids are being inspired, uh, inspiring, uh, being inspired to do a lot of things and it seems to be effective in some, some way. I think you got, what, four 4,000 over members there? Yeah, yeah. So we, in the past few years, we actually worked with over 4,000 uh, 4, students. So the one of the most um, amazing, memorable moments for us was one was uh, receiving the Diana Award because suddenly it's like, whoa, people actually took effort or took notice of what we're doing. Where It's not like a game anymore. People actually noticing what we're doing. And suddenly all the media started covering us and we're like, okay, what do we do now? <laughs> so that was one. <laughs> and the other thing that was very significant was last year, actually, when the whole world was in pandemic, and I'm sure all of us, even me, I think for the first one week, for the first one month, it's just like a holiday. You're just like, whoa, it's a break, it's new. But the holiday kept extending and extending and extending. You're like, okay, what am I going to do with my time? So long story short, Ascendance actually organized our virtual conference. So we've done physical conferences before with uh, different organizations and corporate partners and everything. But it was our first time doing a virtual conference. So with the support of the Ministry of Education, we actually got 1,200 students to participate from seven countries. So wow. that was crazy. We had people in like Europe waking up at 3 a.m. to tune in for a conference and we were like, you do you. That that's that's a true spirit. <laughs> nice, yeah. nice. Ah, oh, that is amazing. And like to say, like these are done. Uh, things like these are done up kids or other youngsters between 20, 20 and below, right? Yeah. Okay. Wow, wow. Seriously, I did. I'm just. I'm supposed to feel good about this whole podcast, but right now I'm just feeling. I'm so sorry about myself or whatever I did in my life. Man. No, you should feel great. You're having <laughs> no, 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 I this mean, I'm platform. Seriously. But but I'm happy this this th particular thing is going on because it kind of gives a lot of people the uh, opportunity to uh, start moving on or look into things. But okay, apart from all that, getting into your your oh, sorry sorry about that. Uh, okay, getting right. into your whatever you're doing right now. Uh, let's talk about your music part. I gotta know when exactly did it start? Your first time ever 
getting on stage to perform. There, there should be a starting point somewhere, right? Okay, the first time ever, I would like to say it didn't count. I officially started doing music full-time when I was 17, just about the time I left high school. So that's when I did like open mics almost every week and I tried to do it in a new place. My first ever performance, I think I was like 9 or 10. I think I, my mom signed me up for like, you know, those costume competitions you have in the mall like you know you yeah. can dress up as somebody so i dressed up as my favorite princess princess jasmine and i sang a whole new world and my mom she was very supportive she's like hey why don't you go into the audience and like sing to them i was like nope i just sat on stage and every, i was just like refusing i just sang my song and went away but thank god i still won a constellation prize and everything it was like a toaster which my family was so proud of and we used for like okay. 10 years it's Indian the family. toaster man. <laughs> uh, yeah yes. you'd be surprised if it could last for another 10 years <laughs> So, but but for you as as a musician itself, like I'm pretty sure you had, uh, because like I said, you're you're pretty young, so you definitely are getting into clubs or places to perform. You can't really get access to it. So, how did how was it for you? Was it in school performances or anything like that? Colleges, or something? Ah, okay. So uh, yes, I did not perform like in. Uh, I perform mostly in restaurants. So like restaurants, uh, events, festivals. Slowly became concerts and started organizing my own shows. So it's moved a lot from there. So I've always wanted to. Why I perform music as much as it started out for my personal interest, like, oh, I thought it would be so glamorous. When I met E.T. Ideas around one of the days when I was listening to the radio, and I really loved the songs on the radio, but I felt like a lot of the songs were about meaningless, about love and heartbreak. And like, there's so much more to life than just what you portray as love and heartbreak, right? There's actual problems like insecurities we're finding for our happiness. We are not, we are struggling with communicating. So... That's what I plan. That's what I do with music now. I'm changing the world of music, as I like to say. So writing uh, the problems that I face in song, but also giving the audience a solution that I found. So like you've left off better than when you started. Nice. But the thing, the thing is also this: your songs that you have written, a whole lot of songs. There's a long list of songs that you have written, and also you play the music accordingly. Uh, what surprises me is like at some point you said that you were a self-taught guitarist or musician. Okay, so I did go for classes. Bear in mind, I was like a super late person to start in classes. I only started singing classes at 11, instrument classes at like 13. So at the time where there's like small kids walking around, it's like a big me <laughs> trying to <laughs> learn the instruments and like, what is this? What What's going on? And uh, I did take a lot of uh, classes and everything, but a lot of the times what I was learning in the classes were like things you'd teach in the textbook. Even if I was learning pop music, it's still pop music textbook. It wasn't actually songs that I wanted to hear on the radio. So I'd always try to go and hear by melody or try to figure something out, whether it's on the piano or guitar. So slowly, I started adapting that to what I perform live today. So, oh, yeah. okay. Because there's also the tracks that, uh, before I get Feel Alive, your latest single uh, currently is being all over the place. <laughs> and, uh, well, this particular track is not only on guitars, but also it has a bit of dance feel towards it. Is it everything on your composition, or is there people involved in this one? Oh, there's wonderful people involved behind the scenes. So uh, I've got to thank the beautiful background music actually by Pulse Soundworks, so by Madden. Or oh, I Madden, okay, cool. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, so, Cypress, yes. So I really, really love the track. I sent in the composition. I, I, I wrote it in the guitar and I sent it to him. I was like, okay, this is the song. Could you make it sound like a bit like EDM? And what he sent back to me was mind-blowing. I said, like, oh my God, yes! That's Mother's better a genius, than I can. man. Mother's yes. a genius. So I really love Pulse Soundworks' work. Uh, work. Oh, cool. And uh, yeah. And your other strikes, everything are, because mainly I know your main focus is like, you remind me of Christina Perry and a couple of other people along Aww, that line. It's just that with a single guitar and uh, you perform all the way. Is that is that your main identity? Is that how is it going to be? Or 
Did you, oh, you okay. change in terms of performance-wise? I, I used to have a band back when I was in high school. Yeah, nobody really knows this. Uh, we, uh, I think I was like 13, 14, 14 or 15 when we had mm -hmm. a band and we used to do performances a lot. But I think a lot of times being in a band has a lot of commitment. And I think I wanted to do this full time. I had I was very strong headed in how I want to write my music. And so I realized that sometimes performing uh, on your own might be easier. So, but I would love to perform with the band. I mean, playing with other musicians is just so, so amazing. The couple of times that I've performed recently on stage with musicians, it's just like a whole new world. I think we really lose track of the audience. We are in our own world and we're hoping yes. the audience joins that world too. As yeah. some, of, some of the audience, we would call it shots in the real. <laughs> I mean, that's like bursting the bubble, but all right. <laughs> Yeah, the I would say jamming, moment. feeling the vibes, but yeah, yeah, yeah shots and right. works as well. It's like, okay, but, but that's the best part. It's like when you do the shots and part, you give the best stuff. You always give the best stuff because you take it to a whole new level. I love when bands do that. It's like, you know, when you're jamming, it's like you get Yeah, suddenly, and they start soloing like, and you're like, wow. Yeah, it's like you just, <laughs> hey, how come the last night when I came here, you didn't perform that? Today is like something different. You bring extra stuff in it and you get friends coming on stage and so on. It's like, uh, that's one of the best part of live bands. But uh, you yeah. also notice another thing about you. See, I've noticed a lot of things. I've been paying a lot of attention and I've been, I've been curious to know everything in it anything about you right yes, now. Yes, thank you for so, finding me. Yes, I'm so happy yes. to be on this show. It's like, it's, it's something different about you. And also, I noticed that you don't actually stick to one routine for a very long time. Especially if you're performing in a certain place, you don't stay there for too long. You just move on to a next project and the next project and so on and so forth. Why is that? Oh, okay. I've liked performing different places because something like I kind of challenged myself when I first started performing. I wanted to perform for as many people, which required me to perform at different, different places. So I would get used to the fact of performing with people and trying to make sure to feel like what they would need, what kind of songs they would need, or how would I respond to that? So like you would, you wouldn't believe me, but I think the first few times I wanted to sing on stage, I was refusing to use the mic. I was like so traumatized of using the mic. I was like, you know what? I'll just go full on vocals only. They will hear me from the back, but obviously it didn't work because you need to learn how to overcome your fears, even if your fear is the microphone and you want to be a singer. So, so there's so many things I've learned as I performed at different venues. I've learned different types of occasions require different types of songs. So that that's kind of why I keep performing at different different places. Gets me to meet ah. more amazing people. And also trying out new things because you've also participated in a whole lot of competitions there. Uh, just oh my God. You. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you were in the Jason Mraz thingy and then you had the, the One Republic uh, uh, singing competition or whatever you want to call that. And uh, a couple of... Uh, and. Yeah, Anuach, uh, sorry, Anugrah Juara Lagu Indi. Were you part yeah, of that? Yeah, Anugrah Lagu Indi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were nominated in that also, right? So you've been you've been pushing yourself in a lot of these competitions, and how has that come along for you? Again, I'm going to give another spoiler. As much as I seem confident today, there was a point of time where I refused to join any competitions just for the fact that I didn't want people to tell me, "Hey, you don't sound good enough," or like you you lost. You don't want so to be I judged, though. No, I was just judging myself. So I just didn't want people to tell me like, hey, you're not a singer. Why, why are you singing? You don't sound nice. And because of, I had those kind of thoughts, even if I did participate in anything, that would be the outcome where I would feel like I did a bad job and then I would self-sabotage myself with my thoughts and then make myself ne less confident the next time I perform. So it's like a whole downward cycle, which I'm so glad my mentors actually pointed out to me and said, you got to set your end goal correctly, focus on what you want. You want a good show, you want to have fun, you focus on that. If you want to have a bad show, okay, continue what you're doing now. <laughs> and, <laughs> and one of the things is they actually encouraged me to join competitions because they said that's when you learn. And I was like, but I don't like losing. <laughs> I don't 
want to go for competitions and they're like that's where you'll grow you'll meet people and it's we're not sending you to competitions to win we're sending you competitions for you to learn about how to perform there so that's how it became i remember the first few competitions i went i did an excellent job but because i felt like i made a mistake which if you look back now was non-existent but i felt i made that mistake <laughs> and then i just like okay i'm going to lose so <laughs> i already gave up before they announced the winner so but now i'm now it's doing better a bit like nowadays i'm more focused on having fun so the actually, times yeah sorry actually, that's one. the whole idea of competition because i always looked at it as uh, well, okay as an audience point of view or maybe sometimes i've been one of those judges down there it's always the best part of a show it's like you never know what to expect It's like when you have participants coming up that you never know because you can't gauge of their performances what they're going to come up bring it up on stage you know as an artist yes you might have seen artists perform before but as participants to a competition it's always a surprise it's a pleasant surprise on day in day out it's like whether good or bad that's a different story but it's a nice entertaining moment and uh, and the best part is like what you said earlier it builds the confidence in being in a competition it's like you know yeah. the stage fright thingy you know people judging you once you overcome that then Rest of the world is pretty easy, man. It's peanuts after that. I think competitions train me to have fun and not actually focus on the comp competition part part of it. So, yes. like, uh, I'll give you like a short story, which is a bit long, but short story. So, there's this amazing thing by Short and Sweet Malaysia, which is actually done by Kuala Lumpur Performing Arts Centre. So, uh, over the years, they've done actually for theatre, for dance, for uh, lots of other categories, musicals. And about a few years ago, they started this category called song. So, again, okay. my teachers were like, "Hey, you should join." I was like, "Nah." So I didn't join. Yeah. But <laughs> after a while, when ETI just reminded me, like, hey, you should just submit something, and I submitted and I got in. So I never expected to got in. So the first year that I performed, I just was so busy on trying to make my this perform the song because I was just so in awestruck. I and accidentally won an award, which is the Festival Directors Award. So I wasn't focusing on it. So the the not so nice part was the second year. I was like, oh my god, I'm joining a competition. I got to win. So <laughs> I sent a song that I really really liked, and I really loved performing. But every night when I was performing, I was more stressed of, am I going to win? Am I better than other people? That I forgot to have fun, and I wasn't focusing on the performance. So even if the song was wonderful, because my focus was more on like I'm competing with other people instead of I'm growing with music and making others grow. So nothing came out of that. So the third year <laughs> when I joined, I was like, I got to correct this man. I'm joining this for fun to meet people, to just share my music with the world as well. And I that year I actually wrote a song called Note to Self and that song won Audience Choice Award. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so I was like, I asked my mom like, did you vote for me? She's like, I I didn't vote for you. This the audience vote for you. I voted for somebody else. I was like, okay. <laughs> so, That's why they all say it. Yeah. But no, no, my mom's pretty truthful. She's like if you you I vote for somebody else. <laughs> so it's true. <laughs> But yeah, so if you focus on the competition, you just get yourself worked up on stuff that's not necessary if you're having fun and then you naturally do your best and people notice it. So, I think. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's really nice. Well, there, there you go for those who plan to join in car competitions. Well, listen from Hira. Listen it. Listen carefully to what she just said. Because that way it helps you out. Don't be too nervous. Don't worry about the prize. But of course, if the prize money is big, yeah, then set the end goal. <laughs> yeah, set the end goal. Go for the big one, huh? Go for the big one there. <laughs> And uh, well, also notice that uh, another thing is that one of the things that you have managed to take advantage of this year, or rather the past one year, is that streaming or rather participating worldwide. It's like I know people who do it over the past one year. Everybody's like, uh, okay, performing at home, doing your live sessions, live stream. But you took it a whole new level. You've been performing. You've been having your worldwide tour virtually. You know yeah, how did I that happen <laughs> for you? And 
how did you get to know that okay this is what i'm going to do this how how do we get how do i get connected to it and all those details don't tell me you had your uh, it et ideas helping you out or was it your own initiative so like remember how in the beginning of this podcast and after you actually mentioned things accidentally happen for you so the same okay. thing of performing online things just accidentally happened for me so again the first week was like a honeymoon week for me i said like, oh my god so amazing i'm on holiday <laughs> but then the second week is so one of the things actually happened was uh somebody from open mic malaysia actually invited me to do like a virtual fundraiser show and that was like the first time i got my tripod up i got my phone and we went live on facebook it was like a whole new world something i've never even thought about and never bothered to find out so from there i was like oh okay we can do one show all right so let's do one show so we started doing i started finding shows online on in malaysia and then uh, some of yes i did get eti's help uh, actually my manager dila she actually suggested why not we do interviews with artists so we did like a hangout with hira for like a week where we had like three of uh, every artist a day so that was very very okay. nice because i got to meet uh, artists and i was like so scared to interview the artists because i was like oh my god they are so amazing they're like my chegu chegu i looked up to them for so many years how is it and then they were like oh my god i'm so nervous talking to you so <laughs> it was it like you got to know <laughs> you got to know more people so from there i started doing shows almost every two weeks every week in malaysia until i think one person that i met in malaysia who actually lived in the uh, uk and also in south africa so she travels to and fro so she said i'm having an online event would you like to perform and it never occurred to me to perform overseas so i was like okay so we got figured out the time zone and that was my first show in south africa so from there i was like okay how can we do this so i always saw i, I have this one very inspiring friend i uh, i think every people might know her it's juliana hang she's a comedian oh, so yes, i saw yes. Ju- yes i saw juliana performing on uh uk and us and i kept thinking like oh maybe she has some connections but it starts started spreading and people started inviting me for shows overseas as well so I was like okay let's try this thing out so i started googling uh, open mics in uk open mics in australia open mics in india and i slowly found places that i could perform at and to be honest that's how it all started nice. so we started yep. yeah we we did a virtual world tour just by accident so it was my curiosity that got the better of me like i want to perform in uk i've always wanted to do that so go and find i've always wanted to perform in spain let's go and find that and from there it was very very wonderful because i assumed people who would listen to my songs being from malaysia maybe they wouldn't like my music even though i sing in english maybe they wouldn't understand but everybody was just so welcoming everybody loved the songs they would sing along so i was like wow you know music is universal man so Yes, yeah. exactly. That's what I've been trying to tell most of the artists down here because a lot of them tend to focus in one particular direction. They don't really see that the other parts of world uh, of the world are curious. They're pretty hungry for something new, something fresh, something different. So, uh, to my surprise, a lot of them kind of uh, paid a lot of attention to the musicians locally down here. And I've had one of the artists um, that she's she's a signed layer artist right now, but at one point of time, she was actually getting a lot of uh, attention. from the chinese market from hong kong from taiwan and she of course she's she's a malay artist but she performs in chinese the languages so yes i think i know a, it is <laughs> yeah i think so so she's getting a huge following on that part so i thought see things can happen and there were a couple of other people too so instead of just focusing on one side take on the whole world conquer the world with your music you know no they love it man they love lazins and the music too yeah <clears throat> And, uh, <laughs> and you have a lot of projects coming along right uh, after this uh, live performances virtually worldwide any more any other locations yes yes we have it's amazing so everybody's been so kind um one of the things is yes i really feel alive this year so that has been commercially played 
on radio stations around the world. So it's very, very nice to hop on on podcasts with Nav and also around the world meeting other Thank people you. as well. So that was one thing. And then I still find places to perform. So like I just did a show last week in Italy. So that's my first show in Italy. I hope I'm saying the name right. <laughs> and then... Italy. It's not, it's not you don't release the Indian as like Italy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So from there, and uh, one more other thing is a lot of people have actually been taking notice of my music other than the fact that my song is playing on hits locally here in Malaysia. But I also was recently nominated for a few awards, the Rampage Music Awards. So it's been very, very nice because uh, people are like, oh my God, this is so good. This is so congratulations. So <laughs> that's very, very nice to actually share that in different, different platforms and medias and everything like that. That is nice. That is what I was about to ask you earlier. Rampage Jinx, Radio. <laughs> yes, Rampage Radio. Best female vocalist and entertainer also, right? Yes, that yes. That, okay, for me, that's like a dream come true. I've watched, I've, growing up, I've watched the Grammys, I've watched the AMAs, and always there's this category that fascinated me, which is Entertainer of the Year. And I was always like, okay, I see that artist winning this year. I hope one day it'd be me. And fa fast forward 2021, I'm actually nominated for Entertainer of the Year at the Rampage Music Awards. So it's for me, it's like an honor because I'm like, through my virtual show, somebody was like, okay, this girl is definitely doing something. She's crazy, but she's doing something like getting people to sing along from their houses, getting people to stand up and dance even though nobody can see them. So <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah, so that, that was really, really nice. Best pop vocals was such an honor because uh, the song that actually made that happen was crazy. So my previous release. So again, crazy was something that we released last year, about two weeks just before the pandemic was announced. So any plan to do any sharing about the song or any tours was completely canceled and thrown out the window. I think until now, we've not worked on it because everything is different now. Yeah. But we got to share the song globally through all these virtual world tours. So it's very, very nice that that song actually got me nominated for Best Female Vocals. So it's like, wow! <laughs> look at, like, look at the bright side. Yeah. This whole pandemic actually kind of technically uh, helped out a lot of people to, to see different angles or different uh, parts of the world. Imagine if, uh, you, do you think that whatever you've been, you have accomplished for the past one year virtually would have taken place if it wasn't for this pandemic? No, I'm, I mean, I'm, my mentor has probably told me like a thousand times, hey, you should perform overseas. You should send your songs to radios overseas. And I'm just like, nope, I'm just so busy. I'm just so <laughs> tired. I'm driving around everywhere. Can't you see I'm busy? <laughs> but then suddenly with the pandemic, half my time of driving around or being tired is just completely gone. I'm just stuck at home all the time. So suddenly you have all this time. So you're like, what do I do? So then you start looking for more opportunities. Hey, good things. Good things do happen and uh, let's talk about your music right now. Uh, crazy, Crazy was an amazing track, music video. Uh, who shot that? Uh, that was actually shot by E.T. Boos. So that okay. was something, yeah. So that's E.T. Ideas production wing. So that's very, very nice because we get to work with other youngsters to actually make that music video happen. So I like to do this thing where even in music videos, even my songs already have a meaning, but even in music videos, I try to amplify that meaning more. So Crazy's music video, it shows like all four areas of your life, like with yourself, with your friends, with your loved ones, with your family. And a lot of times you are crazy. Like you're not crazy good, you're crazy bad. You're like mad at that person. You're finding fault. You're like, I, like I'm angry at you. What's wrong with you? You're driving me crazy. But the idea is that, hey, you also drive me crazy in a good way, right? That focus on that part instead. Like, the, oh, it's so crazy. You're so sweet. That kind of crazy instead of I'm going to kill you. So focus on that crazy. So that's how the music video takes place as well. So the music video was nominated for uh, Malaysian Digital Film Awards. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. For you best know, digital talk, music the video. The longer I speak to you, the more I feel bad about my childhood. 
my younger days is like oh my god this guy she thinks that this way what was i thinking about crazy no i never had issues i never had family issues yeah was i angry with any of my family members yeah actually i had any issues yeah, anyway, yeah. <laughs> let's not talk about me let's not about me like but anyway from that's crazy how important support is that's why yeah people exactly. like you people like it is supporting the next generation so we can do better if not i swear if not i would be in the same rat race as well i'd be like 22 at this point of time I'll be complaining why haven't I become a singer without releasing any music not even having a YouTube channel so very really true. support and environment makes a difference very very true I mean I think I think it also says in some of his songs because like you said earlier the songs that you write is all about inspiration and that motivation or looking at the world at a different perspective of things instead of the usual norm levidevi the twilight saga nonsense going on You know that kind of thing. Nicely <laughs> said. Nicely said. <laughs> yeah, just that's that's how it is. Because like I said, at one point of time, I've been in radios before playing songs, and trust me, I also got sick and tired of playing those songs. Man, it's like every okay, single wait. artist that comes out. <laughs> I was not sick of the songs. The problem is, I was the type. Oops, my mic fell out. Give me a second. Okay. No worries. So I was not sick of the songs, but I'm the type of person that watches a lot of rom coms. So I started okay. thinking that that was how reality was. Only to have my family and my mentors point out to me, life doesn't work that. Way. nobody can meet up to the expectation that that's not real so if that's not real why are we like can we show what's real what are the real struggles that we go through so that's that's the inspiration behind why i write the songs so yeah that's yeah <laughs> for that's, people like me to help people like me yeah <laughs> not, you you should have been there when i was spinning those songs because trust me as i mean most of the dj's face the same problem like they got no choice Trust me, if the DJ is going on saying this is the brand new one, it's a damn good one from this and this, it's all about love and this and that. Well, trust me, deep inside him or her, they're grumbling. Like, they're seriously grumbling. <laughs> so wait, wait, day. I have a question to ask you. Would you spin "Feel Alive" on your station? Oh, definitely, definitely. Then? I'll definitely spin it there. Why? Why? Are, why do you think we're having this particular conversation? <laughs> like I said earlier, every artist <laughs> that I bring on board, everybody has something unique to share, and. Uh, I was impressed by the music that came out and why was the song written in such a way what's behind the song you know those kind of details I like to pay close attention to that and uh, listening to it and one of the first things okay I'll admit it I was shocked to see the person behind the song first you listen yes. to the song <laughs> I was like okay songs like this but the person looks like this It doesn't gel. She is too powerful. Her vocals are too powerful of the way she looks. You know that that was running in my head. It's like I'm how like does that dynamite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's an old saying that you say "kichi kichi chili padi" kind of thingy. It's like no, okay. This, you know, just like, as you can see by this interview, I am very loud and exposed. No, which well, I love exposed. it. Which I love it. Yeah. Which I love it very very much because it is it is surprising because like when I was listening to the whole song, it's like no, cannot be like. You sure this is a girl? Maybe maybe somebody just did some you know this patch up pictures or whatever because I didn't see the video full. I you saw, can do I that. <laughs> you yes, can do you patch can. up Trust pictures. Me. Take, yes, you can do that. So it's like okay, fine. Let me double check, triple check that I was going back and back and looking through all your YouTube videos. Like, what just happened here? How did this happen? Is like, whoa. You know, I'm, I'm just running out of words right now to just describe how I felt at that particular moment. But, oh, that's uh, so nice! Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is amazing. It's like I've always loved artists or other singers like this. You you bring something different to the table. Like for example, uh, Danny Komari. When you see, yeah. when you have a chat with Danny, is like it's a different person altogether. But the moment she starts singing, it's like okay, you know, something different over there, right? So things like that, and there's very few of them who actually do that. 
or rather bring up this concept or um, this these particular sound and you did it mighty well. But, Thank you. Uh, yeah. Of course, I need to talk about Feel Alive especially. Feel Alive, what was that all about? Oh my God, okay. I love Feel Alive. So I would like to think that uh, every time I listen to the song, I re- every time I release a song, that becomes like my lesson that I'll be learning and be constantly tested by nature until the next song comes out. So the moment I release Feel Alive, so I'll give you the story behind Feel Alive. So Feel Alive was written somewhere last year during the pandemic where all of us are stuck at home, including myself, and I spent a lot of time with my family. So now that I'm not busy driving around, I'm not busy doing random things and making myself feel important, I'm actually at home. I realized I have a lot of time on my hands and I'm trying to make myself productive. I'm trying to make sure I'm doing a good job. But because I keep trying to make myself be good, I seek approval from everybody, including my family. So, but when my, my family is very focused on their goals, which is a wonderful thing. But if you keep asking people, hey, did I do a good job? Was my day good? Like, I have to ask somebody, was my day good? And they're like, your day is good, lah. relax, lah. just calm, calm down. <laughs> so as I realized, I slowly started realizing that I can't keep depending on other people to make me happy. My happiness should be something that I can control and something that makes, I must make myself happy. Lah. I can't make other people, force other people to make me happy. <laughs> just force their happiness. So from there, I started keep thinking about it. How can I write a song about it? How can I write a song about it to help myself and help other people in turn? So slowly the song Feel Alive came and uh, that's how the lyrics was formed. Like uh, approval, that is what I seek. Judgment on myself is automatic. So these are all the things that I face, but eventually realizing that your happiness doesn't lie in other people, it lies in yourself. So yeah. Nice, well put, well put. Wow. I yeah, so even if it. people don't listen to the lyrics, if they don't understand, it's a very catchy song. So even if they don't understand the lyrics, I feel like it doesn't really matter. It's a good song that gets stuck in them so that they will just remember the values and the lessons. So it's very, very cute when I have like six-year-olds come up to me and they're singing, eh, 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 eh. I'm like, oh my God, so cute. This is exactly why I do music. So that young uh, kids have this stuck in their head and they become better people as well. So Trust me, adults also like to do it. I would love to do that, but I can't sing to save my life. So I never <laughs> like to ruin songs by singing them a lot, singing along them so i don't do don't that. you carry okay at like some mm. point Mm-mm. does this face look <laughs> anything like a karaoke guy? everybody karaoke <laughs> now trust me i can't sing to save my life if you can put a gun in my head right now and said nav if you sing right now i'll choose not to shoot you trust me i'll rather take a bullet than sing <laughs> well <laughs> i guess i'm I... the opposite now because i'm a singer right so yeah exactly like, yes. <laughs> I, can't, I can't sing i totally add people my friends usually invite people to go to karaoke you know but you know you're a karaoke kaki you call as many people, no, it's okay, you can try, just sing on it, it's all about having fun. But when it comes to me, they say, Nav, just shut up and sit down there. You be the guy who chooses songs. <laughs> you're, you're the clapper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the clapper. I'm the guy who chooses songs for people, you know, you sing this song, you sing that song, those kind of things. Though. But anyway, uh, going back to Feel Alive, uh, once again, congratulations on that track. It's an amazing track. It's all over the place, like I said earlier, in a good way. All right, It's on radios, it's on, in, on the internet, it's on Spotify, it's on everywhere you can think of, which is good. So yes. for those listening, most people can't believe it's me. So <laughs> yeah, I know. At least, at least, I hope this podcast actually shows the person behind that beautiful, amazing vocals and the amazing song. So, what else do you have in store for you, uh, for us, the people, or rather, the fans? After this, after Feel Alive, there is a new song coming up, but we're still finalizing the production, so I can't really tell you uh, what is it about. But maybe I can tell you the song. So remember that song that won Audience Choice Award. So okay. that's the next song that's coming out. So that talks, uh, that's a very nice song. Uh, maybe I can spoil it for you since it's a special interview, a uh, special podcast, sorry, not interview, not interview. Okay. <laughs> not interview, not interview. <laughs> no. Just, just so. borala. Just chit chat. <laughs> 
So the song is called Note to Self. So I wrote that um, again. I'm the type of person who has almost everything on the planet, but still has all the insecurities, despite having actually a lot of things that I need. So uh, a lot of times I wrote Note to Self because how do I conquer these insecurities? Like I was insecure when I was 13. I was insecure when I was nine. Even when I was 19, I was still insecure. So how do I conquer it? So I was trying to picture if I was like in the future, like elder me. What would I tell myself looking back in hindsight? What would be like a note to self? So that's actually the journey of the song. Okay, so, yeah. you said you're not going to tell anything about the song. You pretty much told everything about it. I am so sorry. It's, actually, it's a special. <laughs> it's a special. Uh, this is like my first time talking about the song "Note to Self," so this is like okay. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. I just enjoyed that particular part. And yeah. also, another thing I need to find out about you is like we spoke all about your career. You spoke about your music, or your journey, competition, and whatever not. But the thing is, what's Hero like behind all this on a daily life? What's what's like a routine like? You know the things that Akira uh, likes to do, like places that you like to hang out, the kind of food that you enjoy. You know those details. I never really got to know about it much. Oh my gosh! Let's, okay, let's, let's start off. With, let's start off with a very basic. I mean, this is the old school food. kind of. Kind of <laughs> oh no! Yes, yeah, old school kind of questions. So let's start off with food. What kind of person are you when it comes to food? Oh my god! Okay, so I love food. My favorite food is Mexican food, second to vegetarian Indian food. So I really, really love it. Um, so any food you bring me, like Korean barbecue or like uh, any anything, like Italian food, I'll be down. So my Ooh. favorite place is actually yeah, Mexican food is my favorite. I really love tacos. I I, I would kill for tacos. <laughs> so I, I really really like that. So I'm a nice. total foodie. I love cooking, but I can't cook to save my life. So the only yep. thing I can cook is spaghetti and uh, eggs. Sandwiches and, and, and that's kind of that's thing. that's a yeah. lot. When you say you can't cook, but you can cook spaghetti and egg sandwiches. Spaghetti is and all, so that's easy. You just boiled it and then you just cook the ready-made pasta and you chop up chicken. That that's all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm still still better. Like some of us, chicken curry is difficult. Yeah, we try oh, chicken yeah, curry. All the ingredients we couldn't find. Nah, no way. Some things so. you leave it to the pros to do it. Like yeah. don't do it. I'll, I'll enjoy it. And I'll tell you if you made it wrongly, but I can't make it. <laughs> so yes, that's you that's missed out like that. But movies, what kind of movies do you enjoy? Apart okay, from so, rom com. Yes, I'm kind of on a rom com detox because I feel like it gives me a false perception of reality. So I like to watch things that now are different for my health, safety, and health as well. So I watch a lot of. Uh, I like this sci-fi. Uh, I like all this Star Trek. It's really Star Trek is really, really cool. So I got to thank my mentor for introducing it to me because okay, learn. Yeah, you Star Star Trek person or you Star Wars person? I watched Star Wars first. And actually, in the beginning, I watched neither, but okay. I prefer Star Trek more. It's very very okay. nice. You're a Trekkie. Yeah. Oh, I, I I mean, I'm not well versed in the language, but I really love the whole voyage into space. I watch Voyager, so. Okay, yeah. kind of guys. Let's talk about that. another interesting thing, guy. Yeah, because I know uh, guys have been trying to propose to you, get into a four-day relationship with you, and all that when you're 14 years old. But how is that coming along with you now? <laughs> when did you, you hear have... this story? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I'm curious. When that... did I say this? <laughs> oh yes, you did. <laughs> Trust me, I do my homework. <laughs> you know, does you're that very ever good. You're like to... an FBI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> does that ever happen to you right now? I mean, these days, guys no. coming to you is like, "Hero." Oh, I'm a fan. Can you be my yeah. girl? Does that no. happen nowadays? <laughs> nowadays, everybody just comes up to me and just says, "Wow, you you sang Feel Alive." I thought that was like Shakira. <laughs> I thought that oh. was like Rachel Platten. Oh my God, that's you! I love your song. Thank you for changing my life. That's that's all the comments I get recently, and I'm so so grateful for that. So everybody's oh. just loving the music, and I, I'm that's where the focus should be, right? Focus on the music and 
how it makes you feel. Come so, on, there's at least yeah. some point of time that somebody's going to try to hit on you. There might have been some experiences and like that, right? Somebody, somebody I, I, <laughs> expressed their crush on you, things like that. I, I don't know if I'm allowed to share the story, but there's someone that actually tried to hit on my sister, and I went full elder sister mode. I was like, I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> so I don't think anybody's coming anytime soon close to us. <laughs> so, but, yeah. Oh, man. But guys, <laughs> I'm mean, serious. I'm serious. I made the boy cry. So, like, <laughs> I was like, you cannot be best friends with my sister so it's a very Ooh, very boy she doesn't like the story she's like stop telling people it so i'm so sorry <laughs> just because you don't want to date doesn't mean i can't date <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but the thing is what what kind of guys do you find uh, let's say you're romantic or the you find a guy attractive what kind of guys that here are i mean as a person yourself you find shoot the qualities in a man that you really appreciate for me, I'm happily in a relationship at the moment. And what I look for is actually people who are truthful and actually focus on their goals and help me to grow. Because there's a lot of room for improvement on myself. So if somebody can help, the person that's currently with me is helping me figure that out, that would be great. So, yeah. Okay. Someone who's actually focused on their goals. Lah. I'm sorry, this means you have to find somebody who's also focused on their goals, right? you got to excuse so. me for asking that question. It actually wasn't my idea. I had somebody who just popped in the question. Nah, please ask this question. Please ask this question. <laughs> I'm not going to tell who, lah, but... Oh my God, hey. I just said, hey, Hira is coming up next on the show. So, okay, okay, please ask her this. Please ask her this. So I think after this... Watch your homes. Be, <laughs> yeah, I know. They're going to be highly motivated. But after this conversation, I <laughs> think you'll just list. back off a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. Back up like I said, I'm I'm thing. explosive in a good way, in a not good way too. Is that crazy? I'm crazy, but crazy. So, Woman, yeah. I wouldn't go anywhere close to you when it comes to this kind of things. Oh man, you are a very, very, very interesting individual. I must say, it's like you're. I hope that's energetic. a compliment. <laughs> it, is, it is. It is. It is in a good way, of course. You're highly motivated. You're very inspiring you have accomplished a lot in a very short span of time and of course i also know that you have goals set up for you it's like in the sense of in your teens you want to do this in your 20s you want to do this in your 30s you plan to do that so 20s so far is still in the early stage right it's only 22 and uh, <laughs> yes. i'm just curious when you reach 30 40 what what's the plan Roughly I don't know, man. Right. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure yet? out my 20s. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. so like in 2021, Essence recently launched an initiative that we are working towards, which is impacting 1 million teens. So for the next five years, we're actually aiming to impact 1 million teens. So yeah, I mean, like I'm busy trying to figure out how <laughs> do I achieve <laughs> that in the 20s. I haven't even thought about 30s or 40s. Hopefully by then, I'll be like... Uh, producing music for people, still making sure we're changing the world music, but guiding other youngsters as well. And we're solving yeah, world problems. If not, uh, the planet will sink in like five years. Yeah, <laughs> we ain't got well, no time. <laughs> trust me, the world will be fine. The world has no problem at all. It's the people that has problem. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I was actually hoping that you would tell me something that uh, your plans for the 40s, so maybe I could steal that idea and implement it in my current 40s, because like, I have no clue what the hell am I supposed to do in my 40s right now. <laughs> you but, should meet uh, the ideas. It the ideas is for you then. Yeah, I was no, an accidental is... product. <laughs> These guys sound amazing. Seriously. E.T. <laughs> e. E. How do you... E.T. Uh, ideas. Extraterrestrial e. ideas. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. E.T. ideas. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So I got to look it up. So for those listening to this particular podcast, do check it out. So E.T. ideas. There's a whole lot of change that's going to be happening in your life once you meet this guy. Well, yeah. these guys, because uh, trust me, Kira is one of the best examples. And uh, like I said, they're earlier, all she, like me. I mean, they're not all bubbly and I mean, not as loud as me, but they're all like me. They're all excited, they're enthusiastic, they're chasing after their goals as well. So, 
Yeah, because yeah. the thing is, like I said, at the earlier uh, part of the conversation, or rather was it uh, off air, we're talking, it's like you got everything figured out. You got everything, uh, you know, from conversations, even conducting interviews or being a guest on interviews or uh, focusing on the media, how you want to approach yourself in the music. You got every single thing figured out at the age of this, at this at this very age, or rather in a very short span, but some people took their entire lifetime to figure it out. I mean, some people who's in the 40s or 50s still haven't thought about that, but you have done it. So it's either ET Ideas or you or both of you guys together have uh, figured out the formula for two with this particular success. Yeah, it's never too late to follow your heart. You don't know when your journey starts. Like my mom's journey actually, I mean, it's, it's been there her whole life, but she started in her 40s too. So yeah, she's been she's changing the world in her own way too, working with people. So like ET Ideas is organizing the Dare to Live conference this weekend. So there's 25 people other than me who's speaking at the conference and sharing how they did it at different ages and different times as well. So there's people in their 50s, people in their 30s, people who are like in their teens. So it's uh, everybody. It's wonderful, man, because seriously, it's totally different from when I grew up and now even your sister, she had a book out right recently, something about teens. Dude, how do you remember all these things, man? You're like the best <laughs> interviewer I have ever met. Like nobody can remember the fact that I even find, founded Ascendance, co-founded Ascendance. <laughs> you remember everything. <laughs> I'm so happy. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This is great. It's my job. Like, it's my job, man. Come on. Who, you should have I mean, worked I'm, in the FBI. I wouldn't be surprised if like yeah. before being a radio DJ or before having your own show you were like working in the fbi or the malaysian version of it and like snooping this <laughs> Buk Amana. for now with this Buket Amana. <laughs> but no way man because i had to prepare myself get if i'm going to chat with someone who's got eight a's in spm or all levels whatever you want to call it i gotta be well prepared man i gotta be well prepared you're for throwing that. the cards now you're just like oh i know this i know this no no i'm just trying to tell the whole yeah. world like hey you don't mess with hira check out a portfolio check out her qualifications so you're Thank not talking you. to anybody there it's just anybody here it's she's amazing man she's That's amazing that's a huge and of compliment course, Thank you. Thank oh, you. yes. You you are amazing. I have, like I said earlier, I've conducted hundreds of maybe thousands of interviews during my entire uh, career, both locally and internationally. And uh, you are definitely one of the uh, most interesting guests that I've uh, had. Uh, one of the inter most interesting conversation and uh, unique individual. And thank uh, you. of course, I'd like the whole world to uh, follow you if it's possible. And uh, please do share your details. Of course, if they want to follow you, you're more active on Instagram rather than Facebook, right? I'm active on both, but yeah, I find Instagram a bit easier to post. Whatever I post on Instagram automatically goes to my Facebook as well. But you can okay. find me on uh, Hira, so H-E-E-R-R-A-A. -A. If you spell it any other way, you'll go to a different Hira. So yeah, I <laughs> know. That Indian woman, is <laughs> she's a nightmare, man. I'm getting all the wrong news from her. <laughs> yeah, so H-E-E-R-R-A-A -A and official, so Hira official. So you can find my music on Spotify. You can find my music on YouTube and iTunes. Um, yeah, if you listen to Amazon music, people do, so yeah. Um, yeah, and Instagram and Facebook. That's where you get all the I'm updates to, on. Oh, yeah, you get all the updates on the shows. Just, just <laughs> type it out down some, somewhere over there. So please do follow her as much as possible. A virtual concert or anything coming up this week? Or yes, week? Uh, there is something coming up next week. Uh, but And there's something coming on the end of the year. But we got to keep that growing in the dark first until that happens into a reality. So okay. when it's out, I'll definitely tell you, Neff, and everybody watching as well. Please, please, please do. So this this week, anything else? This week, uh, live, yeah. So I'll be doing the Dare to Live opening. Oops, am I allowed to say that? I'm doing the opening concert for the Dare to Live conference. So yeah. Okay, and is it accessible to the, the public or is it a closed event? It's a closed event, uh, but you can oh. catch my shows. Yeah, follow me on Instagram. I'll post about the shows there. Suddenly, okay, suddenly okay. I'll be performing 
He's at 3 a.m. So then you can find me. <laughs> cool. Awesome. So, and remember once again, for those who'd like to check out uh, Hira's music, just head on to her Instagram page or maybe follow her on Spotify. It's absolutely easy to spell out her name. Just think double. Everything double except for the H. Or yeah. Except for the H. It's H double E double R double A. Official. That's all you have to do. do. And uh, once you get it, the most important thing is apart from following and apart from liking it, please do share it as much as possible. Let the world share it with the world, your friends, your family members, your cats, uh, whoever you can think of. Just share it as much as possible. You never know because somebody might have the uh, uh, same taste in music as you do. So just do it as, as much as possible. Please do that. Hira, before I wrap things up, is there anything you'd like to share with us or anything you'd like to ask or this one, something you want to pour out? <laughs> I do have something to say. We yes. should have put in the beginning of this podcast volume warning. <laughs> Suddenly there's like a very loud <laughs> laughter. I feel a bit bad for those listening on headphones. Like, oh my God, what is this? Nah, but, don't worry. Yeah. Let's, it'll get, it catches the attention. At least they'll pay more attention than me. <laughs> But other than that, I would say, uh, yeah, just follow your heart. I think it's never too late to start and find an environment of mentor that can help you. Because end of the day, if I I was following my heart, kind of, but things actually started moving when I had people to be there for me and guide me as well. Yeah. Nice. So we're doing this together. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool, cool. So ET Ideas is another place that you might want to check out. Of course, I'm pretty sure they have a website, uh, things yeah. that people can head on to. Uh, or you can message me and I'll, I'll direct you in the right way. You're a spokesperson, yeah. uh, kind of a spokesperson there. Uh. I'm more Just, like a happy family, like come, come meet my come, family. Come, come, <laughs> this is my house, come, come be part of my family <laughs> yeah. right now. You will not regret it. Look at me. Um, oh, but trust me, I think I might do that. I need the energy, man. I mean, all the, <laughs> like low, relax, chill out kind of joke, but I think I need more energies, man. Coffee isn't helping me much, so I think I need ET ideas left for that case. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Yeah, man. All right. Thank you very much, Hira. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful chatting with you. And uh, well, for those who are tuned in, thank you so much. Which part of the world? I do not know. You guys are everywhere. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Something like that with Nav. Please do follow us, like us. And uh, what else do they need to do on social media? I think, right? That's it. Lah. Share, follow and share like the that. podcast. Okay, share. Uh -huh. That's all. That's all so their friends also hear these amazing interviews that you have to start yes, with them. Yes, today, a wonderful guest today. Thank you, Hira. Thank you so much. Remember to follow her. Check out her music, Hira Official. That's H-E-E-R-A-A -A -A. Uh, Official. That's all you have to do. Tap it out and uh, share it. All right? Thank Hira, you guys thank for you listening. So much, thank yeah. you so much.